y'all ready to settle down and get with this? Welcome back to this next episode in which we are going to contemplate the ancient question, mm. am I cool? Mm. Yes. Mm. Aristotle once debated these very same thoughts in the, in the midst of their Greek amphitheater while gladiators were playing a mere stone's throw yeah, away. I think you're mixing cultures, but... He wasn't Greek? <laughs> Was it Roman? What was Roman? <laughs> Roman gladiators. Re- over regardless, there, <laughs> over there by the Mediterranean. Yes, people were was constantly. Was the inception of this idea? What? Am I cool? What is cool? What is cool? Who is cool? Am I cool? How to be cool? Can I ever be cool once more? Life's unanswered questions. Um, welcome back. Welcome back. This is One Life, Mama. I'm Morgan Cogswell. And I'm Gracie Pilkington. You nailed it that time. Thank yeah, you. you did a new last I'm name. Getting, I'm getting used to it. Actually, a couple of days ago, um, somewhere, oh, I remember I was returning something to West Elm, and this man read out my name on the on the little like receipt, and he was like, Pilking, what did you call it? Pink, Pinkleton. Pinkleton. And I <laughs> Mrs. said, Mrs. Pil- P- Pinkerton. Pinkleton. And I was like, that's me, my friend. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Just own it. Name it and claim it, baby. All right. Welcome back. Season two, episode two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I want to first just begin before we dive in by addressing, um, I don't know, just our entire community's question, which is we want to know how your dating life has been since you made this, you know, podcast-wide declaration that you were going to dive into the dating pool. Yes. Um, so we're going to address that first, but also last. So We're going to f- bookend it. We're going to bookend mm-hmm. it. Um, number one, you have been dating. You are twirling and swirling in the dating scene. Yes. And you have some live tweet updates for us, which we will be providing at the end of this episode. These are all true things. Um, those are maybe not the verbs that I would have used, twirling and swirling. <laughs> More like tumbling and literally bumbling. Oh. Oh. Um, into the dating world by storm, mind you. I'm um, seeing you doing like parkour. You're just like parkouring yeah. into the dating I'm sh- world. I think You're that's like, how I'm Morgan, parkour. I think that's kind of how the, the the men felt as well. They're just like jumping off things and surprising people and yeah. bouncing off of trash cans. <laughs> Why are you being so reckless? In Is an- she homeless? <laughs> I think I'd like to date her. Why are you being so reckless in this urban scene? And I'm just like, I'm just trying to date you. Yeah, and I saw Born Ultimatum once, and now this now, is what I do. Now I have skills. Um, yeah. yeah, so all of those juicy deets will be at the end. So we're tricking everyone into listening to this whole episode until yeah. you get to the not the good stuff necessarily, but just the question. All of your questions will be answered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it's, it. a, it's not like a live video. It's like it's not like a Facebook live event. So when you say all of your questions will be answered, you actually really only mean the things that you choose to say. You will say out loud. It's very true. <laughs>
Well, we're coming into this idea that not not a girl, not yet a woman. Hmm. Who know? knew that Britney Spears that would be so siren. dead on? That siren, she was singing out the anthem of our generation. Didn't know it at the time. I think that I am a woman in a few ways, <laughs> but not all of the ways. And yeah. I don't think I necessarily want to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even until I die, there are ways I don't want to be a woman. Yeah, it takes a lot of responsibility yeah. to be such a okay. dominating feature. But in this in-between period of mm-hmm. like, you're not a child, and yet you're not a grody adult, okay? <laughs> also, I think you can lose like your jam, lose your vibe, lose your groove of, of this thing S- that... Stella, yeah, which she knew. I know, whew. But we've been asking ourselves as we live in this in-between period, like, mm-hmm. am I cool anymore? Am I... Yeah, am I cool? Man, How if I, I had if I had a dime for every time I asked that question. I know. Um, it's like when Adele was singing that song and she says, I'm so mad, I'm getting old, it makes me reckless. I mean, heart palpitations. Yeah. I feel like once a week, I kind of look up and I'm like, I got to do something literally crazy today because <laughs> I need to reclaim my youth. Yes. Yeah. Adele always sings directly to the heart. It's as if she sings directly into the the atrium i believe is the name of one part of your heart is that that's for birds that's that's for your atrium that's aviary sorry no, yeah no, i was like atrium i'm pretty is sure what you walk into when you come into a fancy home your i think it is though no atrium is when there's a glass top ceiling <laughs> in a building what am i thinking of then aviary no <laughs> my heart is not a bird anyways Adele speaks straight into my aorta, which is not what I was thinking of, but is also part starts of your heart. A. Starts with an A. Um, I was thinking of one of the chambers that starts with an A, and I can't remember. Um, heart chamber. Your ventricle is one of them, but that's not even the one I was At thinking this of point, either. You're just dropping. I know things. Okay, science. Yeah. Right atrium, left atrium, it right actually, ventricle. It might be in my atrium. Left ventricle, but she sings right to it, and when she sang that line in that song it is like a dagger pierced me and i was like i have to be cool when we went to her concert together <laughs> over the fall uh first off thank you for choosing me i really appreciate that you're welcome that spoke you are volumes welcome. of my value to you um i think i was paralyzed with my own desire to be best friends with someone <laughs> that wasn't you it's like you're sitting next to your best friend and they're scum yeah compared to the person it's like on the i would stage. literally leave you in a garbage can if it meant oh, i could hang out with adele oh i would slap you with a piece of pizza and walk away i wouldn't even be mad if it was <laughs> if it was for you to become best friends with adele i would gladly wipe that pepperoni off my face probably eat it and just mm-hmm. be like go forth my child and be friends with adele okay it's worth it I would like to, I know that we literally haven't even gotten into our topic yet. How, we've been pondering this question of coolness. Mm-hmm. How do we get cool again? Yeah, how do we get cool again? Hey, how do we get cool again? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I did write a few things down here. I made a little brainstorming list. My number, My number one thing, which this may be indicative of why I'm not cool anymore, um, was uh, get better at crafting. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> if that's my number one route to getting cool again, we are in serious oh, trouble. sweet heavens. I contemplated literally earlier today about the fact that I never wanted to do a craft again. Yeah. Yeah, you had a calligraphy disaster issue yeah, earlier disaster. today. Um, I found a bunch of washi tape in my closet this week. Like, define a bunch. Like, too much for one person. That's not Martha Stewart. <laughs> 
Um, and I do think <laughs> like that, you dropped like 50 bucks. On yeah. Washi tape, like yeah. I like discovered washi tape and was like, this is amazing. I want to do all these things. Amazon prime the crap out of this. You know, I Amazon prime the crap out of it. I probably was like, I'm going to do wallpaper with this. Oh, that yeah. sounds amazing. It's yeah. all over Pinterest, but like, Hey, nobody got time for that. Yeah. Straight lines. Um, man. And I just think I bought all of it in like a Martha Stewart fugue state that I don't really remember, but I found it and I was inspired, but then I didn't do anything with it. And it kind of reminded me of a couple weeks ago. You could be like one of those girls that has a duct tape dress that you wear to the prom. I used to be you know? very into making you could things make out a of duct lamp tape. Out of washi tape. I, I used, I made some purses out of duct tape in my prime. Sweet. I heavens. know. I know. <laughs> Can I she know. be cool again? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Rock I, those bad boys I, at the mall. I don't we'll think see. so. I was going to say I tried to do some DIY curtains with a friend of mine and literally we got one step into the process like buying the supplies and i quit and i was like i'm tired i don't want to do this anymore and we're gonna try to finish this weekend but it's it's just not it's just not my gift i think i would be cooler if i could get into crafting okay well this kind of goes along with one of the the number one thing i wrote down for myself and i want to offer you this bit of encouragement um my number one thing how do i get cool again any idea that pops into my head, do it. No <laughs> questions. I wrote, no questions, mama. So this... Crafting! Yeah. Yes! <laughs> you know, for you, if that's crafting, that's great. That's my new thing that I think that's how I'm going to get cool again. Any idea that literally pops into my head, just I am yes. going to do it without thinking about it. It's like that it. Jim Carrey movie where he just says yes. Is it called Yes? I don't remember. Truman but, Show? No, it's the one where he like has to say yes to everything. The Mask? No. Yes, man. Yes, man. Yes, man. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm going to be a yes mama. <laughs> yes, mama. I love that. Yes, yes mama. Yes, mama. Am yes, I gonna put, queen. Am I going to put those curtains up? Yes, mama. Yeah. Am I going to do something with all this washi tape? Yes, yes mama. mama. I'm going to sell it on eBay. Yes, yes mama. mama. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, one more thing I wrote for myself, and um, this is inspired by all the people who literally do whatever they want, uh, any idea that pops into their head. Mm -hmm. My question for myself is, should I dress like a four-year-old? Uh, <laughs> tutus, mismatched mm. socks. Mm. I wrote down fluffy pants. Um, I'm not really sure mm. what those mean, but I'm I'm just wondering if in general I should dress like a four-year-old mm. because uh, one, they do whatever they want. Right. They're like, you right. know what? It's Wednesday. I haven't showered because I don't take showers. I only take baths like once a week. And I'm going to put on a freaking tutu with a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shirt. Yeah. Um, so, so, you, so you just want to be more free to just wear whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Wear whatever you want. And have yeah. it become a sort of personal style. Yeah. I think I'd like to dress like a creamsicle or cotton candy every day. Okay. I'd like to be in kind of like pink, fluffy, Fur coats. Uh, yes. I'd like to wear some high heels, specifically with maybe some like, like puffy oh, pom poms uh, on them. Yes. Um, okay. Yes, mama. Yes, mama. <laughs> yeah. I think this is my my avenue, my path to coolness. I feel good about that. Um, I think another thing, like along with your clothes, having a certain style, being like known for something super weird. Like mm -hmm. a, either a weird oh. hobby oh, yes. or like a very specific thing. Like I can think right now, I have a friend who makes amazing pimento cheese. It's amazing. Oh. It's the best, hands down, fight you to the death. It's the best pimento cheese ever. 
Wow. It's kind of her thing. That's a niche trade. And so I want to, yes, I want to, I want to, I want a, a niche trade. Like, like I can sculpt topiaries or something. And everyone's like. Part of like, your crafting. Part people, of your crafting. Again, yeah, maybe it's a crafting thing. But people are like, you got to, you got to get Morgan to sculpt a topiary for you. <laughs> you have, darn it, if you don't need Morgan to come <laughs> shape your topiary. That is exactly what you need. She's so cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could work. Okay. My number three, uh, I think is the most important thing I've written down. Decide that your home is the enemy. Mm. That's how you are going to become cool again. What do you mean? Okay. I think that I like my home. Mm -hmm. I think that I love having people in my home. Yes. I also think that I work from home. Yes. And (laughs) I think that I eat my meals at home. Yes. And I make cocktails at home for people. And I'm like, I'm like a gatherer, right? But, but you my spend home, all your time here. My home needs to become my enemy. And I need to leave my enemy in the <laughs> dust. And I need to go out. I mean, sometimes, like, I saw Chris the deli man at Bargain Hunt. And it, like, made my day to see someone. <laughs> I'm at Bargain Hunt for 20 minutes and I found nothing. And you but wanted I felt in touch with the world. And you wanted to invite him to your home. <laughs> yeah. I need to invite him to Cali and Tito's or for tacos. Like, I... Anyways, my home is going to become my enemy. That's my new okay. game plan. I feel really good about that. Well, my last thing on my list is uh, how do I get cool again? Become a regular at more places. Oh, this, has been a, this has been a dream yeah. of mine for a long time. And when you've lived in, the, I've lived in this town for 12 years. Yes. And so it felt time that I had some places that were like my places where I was a regular. So it was basically my dream for a whole semester I still think in semesters because I work with students uh, to become a regular at this bagel place. And so what I did is I devised a plan and I decided I sampled many things on the menu and I decided what was going to be my thing on the menu. Okay. okay, And when I decided what was going to be my thing on the menu, I picked a day of the week and a time that day of the week. And I went every week the same day at the same time. So I'd like get the same people who uh-huh. were working that shift uh-huh. and I very specifically uh-huh. ordered the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Repetition is key here. Same day of the week. It was Thursday mornings, same time of the morning, 9am ordered the same thing. Jalapeno, garlic, cream cheese on a salt bagel. Ooh, that's a spicy it's order. It's a spicy and it's yes, intense. Mama. Yes, mama. <laughs> yes. And it worked. And it has been a game changer for me. I see my bagel guy all the time, everywhere. And I'm always like, hey, bagel man. I don't call him that. Most people ha- who want to become cool again say they're going to break their routine. And I think it's indicative of your cool factor that you have to create a routine uh, where you show up at the same place at the same time and do nothing out of the ordinary. Yes, my life is chaos. Yeah. So that is... So that's a good pulse. Mm-hmm. But I think that that will work because you are a gal about town. You're more gangster. That's and right. people know who you is when you walk in the door. I just need to put more of those restaurants on my repertoire to become cool. That's my goal. We need to get you a restaurant budget. We need to up it. Yes, mama. Yes, mama. (laughs) All right. How were you cool in the past? Ooh, boy. How was I cool in the past? That's a loaded question because my gut, literally my first question or my first answer I wrote down was I wasn't. What? I wasn't. I really wasn't cool. Because um, you were nerdy cool. I was, because you I added was, a word to the definition. 
nerdy cool. Like my definite, I thought what I thought made me cool when I was in high school um, was that I... (laughs) Um, I got to sell Otis Spunkmeyer cookies during, um, what lunch for my marketing class. What are those? You don't know what an Otis cookie Otis is? Otis Spunkymeyer? Yeah. Spunkmeyer. Spunkmeyer. Literally the most delicious chocolate chip cookies. Is this like, what's the, what's the hot dog people? Not Oliver Twist. Oscar uh, Meyer? Oscar Meyer. <laughs> I wish Oliver Twist made hot dogs. No, Otis Spunkmeyer was like, you... It's like a, you know, fundraising type thing, but we had little ovens and we would make cookies and... Shut up. It's like a break and bake situation? Sort of, yes. Yeah, okay. and then you we would sell them... to th- break and bake cookies? It was, we would sell them three for a dollar for a marketing class. Um, and it was awesome. There was a brief period of time where our teacher wouldn't let us sell broken cookies because it was a, oh, not a good product. Em. You ate them. Well, we started out bra- eating the broken ones and then we realized that we could have a... Um, a sort of black market um, oh my God. resale under the table, under the table <laughs> with broken cookies. And we weren't breaking them on purpose, but we're like, well, these broken cookies, we're not allowed to sell them. We would either eat them or we could, we could under the table sell a bag of three broken cookies okay, for like 50 cents. Tell me you're not cool. You're running a broken <laughs> cookie black market at your middle school and denying your own physical desires of munching on those to cookies. eat cookies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That you're was basically cool. like the godfather of broken cookies. Me and Otis, we go way back, you know? Oh, that was a terrible, <laughs> terrible impression. Do it again. I like no, it. No, I hated it. I was I was gonna be like, oh, I'm trying to be <laughs> I'm trying to be the godfather, but I, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> well, I uh, I've, I'm gonna hit you with a middle school detail for myself as okay. well. I used to be cool, and I think this comes back to two things that we said about how to become cool again. Mm-hmm. So I see in my past that I used to be really interested in a hobby, and I used to also just do whatever I wanted. For example, when you go when you grow up in Oklahoma and you go to school at an Oklahoma elementary or middle school, sometimes your PE period doesn't actually include much physical activity. (laughs) So there were many a times where we went bowling. Again, doesn't exert very much energy. We had some bowling lanes that were just carpets, basically, with some light bowling balls and some bowling pins. Awesome. Um, But then we had about a quarter of our PE class dedicated to yo-yoing, which requires literally... No <laughs> energy release whatsoever. But 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 darn dope. it, darn it! If I didn't get so good at the cat's cradle, uh, hit me with some others. I don't remember. Um, there was one I was really I I was really into yo-yos too. <laughs> Shocker! Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Uh, oh, there yeah. was one the where you spinny would... light up ones oh, yeah. and like the sleeping dog uh-huh. walk the dog. Yeah. Oh, well, the best one was when you had a brain yo-yo, and you could. You could sleep the dog and walk the dog. And then when you yanked it up, it was called bite the dog. And I could get it to bite my shorts, like get it to snap you know onto what? my shorts. Do you Your know dad what was a about? doctor, so you had a brain yo-yo. Mama was re- working with a wooden yo-yo in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually know. I, I could I, literally get my yo-yo to bite my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I this is not a joke at all whatsoever, and I think it still exists in my parents' home, and I'm definitely gonna look for it the next time I go. Yeah. But I had a, a like 
um, this like leather <laughs> yo-yo case that like oh my clipped God. onto your belt like a like a dad phone. Shut you know it. what I mean? You know, <laughs> is this real? You wore it a belt r- clip with your yo-yo. I, I do. That means you were wearing a belt. <laughs> no, you could just hook those bad boys onto your jeans. <laughs> I had so many yo-yos. Did you clip your uh, tape measure on there too <laughs> and your oversized Motorola flip phone? What else do you clip it on? <laughs> oh, I had this one yo-yo. Pack it was of strawberries. The, it was called the fireball. <laughs> and it lit up when you, the brain lit up and I would oh double, I know, it was terrible. That's amazing. I wish my parents had more discretionary income to spend <laughs> on my yo-yo culture. <laughs> How else were you cool? Um, this is debatable if whether or not this was cool or not. But I, I, I used to, um, I used to do this thing called Morgan's newspaper, mm-hmm. and this Continue. was in the days. <laughs> I'm, I'm very interested. <laughs> this Continue. was in the days of AOL, oh. and I basically had like all of my seventh grade friends on this like group email. And uh-huh. it was, I called it Morgan's newspaper and I sent it out every Friday in seventh grade. And it was r- complete with pictures, sometimes drawings. And it was like all like the hot goss. In. It was all the hot goss from the seventh grade. Oh my gosh. You're like Rory Gilmore. And I, that was my baby. It, and people would submit topics to me and they'd be like, you really need to cover the locker room scandal. And I'm like, what's the locker room scandal? And they're like, well, let me give you the deets. And then I would get the deets and I would type up a thing and I would send out Morgan's. It wasn't a gossip. It, well, okay, I did it say is. it was a hot it's gossip. Literally, it's literally a gossip magazine. You literally were yeah, like I USA was... Weekly, Morgan's newspaper. <laughs> Morgan's newspaper. Would that I could get my hands on an old copy of some of those emails. Oh, my gosh. Some internet nerd out there needs to figure that out, how we can access emails cool. from 1999. You were cool. Yeah. Um, so I spent a lot of my summers when I wasn't yo-yoing. Um, I think that even if I wasn't at summer camp, I really think that my life was like summer camp growing up Mm, mm -hmm. in that, um, all the carpet bowling and yeah, carpet bowling. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, summers for me were like tons of prank calls, slumber parties, you know, like four people sleeping on my day bed, Classic, uh, yes. yeah, or sleeping on the tile floor in the den. You just the amazing things your spine. It's right. so resilient when it, you're it's a like child. It's like rubber when you're mm-hmm. little. But I used to make a lot of mixtapes, uh, oh and I would sit in all day, all day long. Well, first off, I'd ride my bike down to get candy, and I would buy like five dollars worth of candy at the gas station, which was a lot of candy. That is in, a lot, and like you know. 96 that was a lot of candy and different times yeah (laughs) um so I would like ride my bike home and then I would be listening to the radio and I had one of those um boom boxes that had two cassette sides was it the yellow sony one okay your dad was a doctor (laughs) so uh mine was from the thrift store (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it I think it was off brand (laughs) I do but, believe the brand was called Offe Brand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, so I'd call the radio station 106.9 or 92.1 and the edge 
and I would make requests for songs all day long. I probably on the daily probably submitted 10 to 12 songs and then I would just listen to the radio and when a song came on that I wanted on my mixtape, I would very quickly hit record. And so I used to have oodles of mixtapes with all the songs starting about eight seconds after, yeah. <laughs> after the It intro. took a minute for the gears to like get going yeah. on the cassette tape. Yeah. yeah. And then I'd like make a copy of it and I'd, so I'd make one master cassette tape and then I'd make copies for all my friends. So I spent all of my allowance money on cassettes of that I was passing out. But that's how I was cool. I just, I like you, really you loved You kept the this. tunes flowing. I really, yeah, mm-hmm. I was basically like a, a 1996 DJ, a child DJ, yeah, a prodigy radio DJ. A child prodigy Munching DJ. Munching on candy, getting fat after I broke my leg, <laughs> you know. <laughs> See, we totally would have been friends when we were younger because one of my part, my best party tricks growing up was I would, I can memorize song lyrics really, really well. Oh, you're so good at it. And pretty much any song that came on the radio after like one or two times hearing it, I would know the song and the cooler I, or, or the, the, the more intense or the, um, more complicated the rap verses or questionable the content of the song really the cooler i felt um Mm -hmm. whenever i would you know drop these drop these bombs these lyrical bombs just like a sweet little baby child writing gossipy newspapers and then singing rap songs i know i was an enigma i was an enigma selling broken cookies gosh on the black market i was a monster (laughs) you were you were um okay my last thing that i feel like and this i think depicts how far i've fallen even two years ago, two summers ago, you and I bought $2 floaty inner tubes yes. in the summer. And I went on a river or pool break almost every, every day. single day yep. of the summer. Every day. <laughs> so we would float the river down at the free park. Uh, I guess all parks are free. <laughs> But we would go and we would hike up for about five minutes and then just take one ride. It was about 30 (laughs) seconds down the river in our little $2 inner tube floaties. Then we'd go back to work. And we'd hop out and we'd get back in the car and go back to work. Except for the one time where there was lightning (laughs) once and we were walking down and Morgan was like, um... Not cool. I'm not getting in the river. There's lightning. And I'm like, Morgan, it's not lightning. It lightning like once, five minutes ago while we were driving here. And she was like, I've seen too much. There's no way I'm getting in the water. And you you were my ride, so I couldn't like float the river without you. Um, so I still think about that sometimes. I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, was a, I used to teach canoeing and kayaking at summer camp, and that was a big no-no. And you know, know. that's what you told me when you I, tried to convince me. I know the broken cookie scandal of the early like two, 2000s the makes me feel like I'm gangsta, but when it comes to water and river safety, mama don't play. Yeah. No, mama. <laughs> <laughs> no, mama. Well, that, I would like to get back to that version of myself mm-hmm. where okay. my lunch breaks are me floating on inner, on very low quality off-brand inner tubes. Yeah. Like they could pop at any minute if you hit the oh, rock wrong. certainly. Yes. Certainly. <laughs> it Guaranteed. Adds an, it adds an extra layer of danger. Yeah. Which is good for us. It keeps yeah. us young. Anyways, my, my life's mission this summer is to get back to that summer. <laughs> that was great And recreate summer. it. Yeah. It was a great summer. 
any other ways you were cool? Um, I taught myself to beatbox my freshman year of college, and it was oh, cool yes. for about a month. And then my freshman roommate almost killed me and said, if you make mm. noises with your mouth one more time, I'm going to smother you in your sleep. And this was like my best friend freshman oh, year wow. of college. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, but I still bust it out every once in a while. You're good at um, it. You did a you. many a musical you. things in college. Yeah. When I first met you, you were playing the ukulele and singing Beyonce. Acoustic Beyonce. Yeah. So And beatboxing. Yeah, oh, I think I beatboxed the first time I met you, too, in my song. But that's a story for another day. Okay. Tips. At this point, I think that... You can clearly see that we are experts <laughs> on one. We being are so cool. cool. <laughs> one. We both agree between the two of us that we are experts on being cool. Yes. And uh, on becoming cool again. Yeah. So at this point in our podcast, we as the experts would like to give you mm-hmm. tips on how to be cool again yes, in um, your late, early, middle age existence. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, embrace capri pants. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Okay. Not ones that zip off, though. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Crossing a line. <laughs> You're crossing a line, You're Cogswell. Cro- You're crossing a line. Um, embrace capri pants. I just think they're going to make a comeback. I'm calling it. And just embrace them now before it happens. Capri pants, y'all. Capri pants. Um, okay. Convince everyone in your life to do this with you. Convince everyone in your life that you are going to become cool again mm-hmm. as a whole group, yeah. as a whole community. Start talking about it. It's not self-deprecation. It's self-love. Mm-hmm. Self-love. Mm-hmm. Speaking group of love. self-love, being cool again, embracing a night regimen, putting cream on your eyes, oh. taking time for yourself, start your night the way you'd like to start your day, refresh and relax. You'll enter the world happier and more moisturized. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, these are two that I'm very interested in in my current life. Automate your life. I think as many things as you can put on Amazon Prime, just auto order, and any payments you can put on auto order, the less room in my brain that's being consumed by thinking about adult things, the more room in my brain that's thinking about how to sell broken cookies and turn a dime. Yes. Automate your life. You cannot see, but I am nodding my head so big right yeah. now. Yeah. I, automate it, baby. Automate yes. it. Yes. Along that, hire someone to do your taxes. No matter the cost, oh no matter gosh. how simple your life is, hire them, pay them, and drop it and leave and run away and never think about it again. Yeah. I need to do that. Me too. Me too. <laughs> this this year's rough. This is the worst. Yeah. Whew, yeah. yeah. Um, on a on a more serious note, you know, um, how to be tips for being cool. Um, share your successes and your failures with other people. It mm. makes you more real. It yeah. makes you more approachable. Yes. Um, yes. 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 All yes, the things. Mama. Successes and failures. Yeah. Take a cocktail class. Ooh. Previously in my life, I thought I would quit my job and learn how to bartend. Currently, I feel concerned about health insurance, which <laughs> may be the modern form of slavery. Yeah. So <laughs> I would like to encourage everyone, including myself, to take a cocktail class. I would like to benefit from said class. Yes. Um, on a personal note, I have decided one way that I will personally look forward to becoming cooler in my 
late to early middle age as we're calling it mm-hmm. is I'm just gonna let my glasses just like keep getting bigger just like oh. bigger and bigger and bigger I'm just gonna oh, embrace Iris. it oh Iris. yes <laughs> you know it you you know she's my style icon yeah um dive this is funny because I wrote this down as a one of my tips before you said it as how to get cool again I said dive hard into a random hobby yeah yeah what yeah. would your random hobby be I mean, honestly, I could seriously get into papier mache. <laughs> papier mache. Yeah. Yes. Like if I could make them in this, sh- like if I could make papier mache uh, uh, pinatas. And they could all look exactly like all of my friends. And then I had a pinata party where we took turns smacking our friends mm. in the face. Could be very um, therapeutic as yeah. well as crafty. Yeah. So we've come full circle. Yeah. Any more tips, mama? That's it. I'm fresh out. Fresh out? I'm putting all my eggs in this podcast basket. Oh. <laughs> this is going to make me cool. This is our micro adventure. It is. Oh. Sweet. Okay. You and me and everyone, we can all be cool again because we once were cool and we are cool and we will always be cool and cool is subjective and we are a part of the subjects that decide who is cool and we as the subjects that decide this subjective material declare that we are cool. Name it and claim it. (laughs) Name it and claim it. Yes, mama. Yes, mama. challenge that we uh, together Morgan and I take for ourselves and then offer out to everyone who's listening last month we had the challenge that Morgan was going to go on a date and Morgan is now going to have a little story time with us about how that's gone and how that's going and um what's gone (laughs) um yeah you know it's funny I took that challenge kind of lightly and then as soon as we finished recording I thought huh you know it's not I don't really have this like line of suitors out the door who I've just been saying no to Mm -hmm. and now finally I guess I'll give in and say yes and so I'll go on a date with one of them so it was actually proved to be very very challenging um I started off by asking everyone I knew to set me up on a blind date nobody knew anybody really and then I talked to some of my gal pals um, from college who are big into the online dating scene and just said, like, what should I do? Which one should I try? Yeah. Um, got to so, ask that crew. Got to ask that gotta, girl gang. Got to ask my girl gang. And the overwhelming majority of them said, you should try Bumble, which is one of those swipey app things. Mm-hmm. So I did it. And Out of curiosity, yeah. though, why? what was their rationale behind Bumble and not some of the others? The rationale behind Bumble was that you as the female 
get to make like the first interaction once you match. So you match with somebody, then it's up to you to be like, hey. Um, the future is female. And matched with some seemingly like cool dudes. And mm-hmm. there was one guy in particular that seemed really, really funny and really interesting. And so I was like, one life, mama. One life. One life, mama. Potentially legitimately one life if he murders me on this date. <laughs> um, but no, we, we, I was really brave and I went on my first Bumble date and had a really fantastically wonderful time. Okay. Okay. Um, and that was great. And it led to like a few weeks of just like really good fun times. And here's the thing though. I don't know how Carrie Bradshaw, sex in the city, Carrie, um, lived her life in New York and then also wrote about her life. Um, well, plot twist. (laughs) She is a fictional character. I knew you were going to say that. And that's why I started laughing. She is fiction. Um, so conveniently, it never came up in her life. So, but that does beg a lot of questions about that television show because I am finding it hard to speak about my experience because it is in some ways over. I'm not currently still dating this person, even mm-hmm. though we had a really great time. But there is also like, this is a small town. Yeah. And he also did listen to the podcast where he That's right. where he found out that um basically I went out with him for a challenge for my vanity podcast. Not for a challenge, because of a because challenge. Because of a challenge. That's actually this isn't, a, this isn't how to lose a guy in ten days, right? right? I did not like Kate Hudson life. him. Yeah. And I was my real self. I wasn't like a character on yeah. this date. I was my yeah. real self. And we had a real good time and it mm-hmm. was real fun. But there's just a lot of other real things in life that come totally. up and it's hard. Um, yeah. so all that to say my experience was great. I think I, I might maybe would be interested in doing it again, but not anytime soon. Okay. So yeah. I give many kudos to women and men everywhere who do a lot of dating. It is hard to put yourself out there and it's hard to talk about yourself and to share like deep things and yeah. to, open yourself up to the, like the what ifs, especially if they don't work out. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm still open, you okay. know, obviously would love to meet someone, um, but probably just not anytime soon really looking for, for anything in particular. But you had a but good experience. It was a great experience. Had a great experience. A really That's good what matters. Time. You put yourself out there. Yes. You had an experience. You met someone. I, I rose to the challenge. Totally. And it was great. Made a pal. I did. I did. You made a pal. Doesn't it make you appreciate people who are like really going for it and put a lot of effort and time? You're just like, I want to give all of you guys a power bar and a Gatorade and a hug. Those intense people who date a lot. Yeah. It's, they're the, they're the true heroes. They are. They are. (laughs) We should have a national holiday for them. Those who date. Amen. Those who date. (laughs) I will, I will tip my tiny cap to you (laughs) people. Well, thanks for the update. Um, And also, thank you for taking the challenge because unlike some of our challenges where we said we were going to do one thing and instead we ordered pizza, you know, we have turned a new leaf and we are now doing all of our challenges. I really did it. Consistently. Really did it. And we offer that out to you, our listeners. Yeah. So if, if you're out there and you've been thinking about trying either a blind date or online dating i say just do it have an experience yeah and it was be the queen be the queen be bumble and swipe lefty right i don't know how it works swipe it swipe it mama nailed it
All right. This week, we are going to um, take the challenge that we said about tips to become cool to take a cocktail class. Instead of paying for a class, we are going to Google something. Yes. <laughs> University of Google. We are going to um, get good at making one cocktail. One you can't. Can't look at the recipe, memorize it, mm-hmm. tweak it, make it your own, make a cocktail so that you have like a party throwdown. Right. Everybody needs a really fun, cool cocktail in we're their not, back yeah. pocket. That you... We're not talking about a gin and tonic. No. We're talking about a legit cocktail. That's the challenge. That's the challenge. Perfect it, mama. And we like this challenge because it also affords the opportunity to drink said cocktail. So, yes, mama. You're welcome. You're welcome, everyone. I'm not a girl. This has been an episode of One Life Mama with Gracie Pilfington and Morgan Cogswell. This week, you listened to the opening music, as always, by our good pal, Matt Fayoyan. Thanks, Maddie. And then the beautiful, lyrical genius mm. of Britney Spears, mm. Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman. Her seminal hit. It's time 